This episode is sponsored by TrueLearn, an exam prep company best known for their smart banks that turn your weak areas into your strengths. TrueLearn is the only company I trusted for Comlex Level 1 prep last year and Level 2 prep this year. Each TrueLearn practice question has detailed answer explanations and concise bottom lines for customizable studying. TrueLearn also has amazing USMLE smart banks, as well as subscriptions for shelf or comet exams. Go to TrueLearn.com and use one of my special discount codes I have for up to $35 off your subscription. Special discount codes can be found in the episode description. TrueLearn is the first line solution for excelling on exams. My name is Aubrey Ann Jackson, and this is First Line. Here to bring listeners of all backgrounds together to discuss whole body health and wellness. Through an osteopathic lens, First Line covers tangible ways to improve your health, hot topics in healthcare, the journey to becoming a physician, mental health, relationships, and even philosophy, all while holistically addressing the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Thank you for joining me on another episode of First Line. This week we're talking about Enneagram 8s. Enneagram 8s are known as the boss, the defender, the protector, and the challenger. The core desire for Enneagram 8s is to be independent, to protect themselves, and to be self-governed. Enneagram 8s are natural leaders who are strong, energetic, assertive, determined, and often intense. They move fast and like to get things done their way. They are good at both commitment and follow-through. They are courageous and persistent with a no-nonsense attitude. What you see is what you get with the Enneagram 8. At times, they can even be seen as blunt, but they are decisive. They stand up for their rights and for other people with a protective instinct. They may see life as a fight against injustice. Eights are often thought of as having a certain aura to them of confidence and a commanding presence. It is probably easiest to guess someone is an eight more than any other number. You will notice their presence when they walk into the room. As an aggressive number in the gut triad, their center is outside of themselves and they're very instinctual. Their worldview revolves around their aim for power, but more so to resist someone else taking power away from them. They have excellent integrity and honesty. They are very loyal, but see others as either in their circle or out of their circle. Dishonesty causes an instant status of you being outside of their circle. Eights don't like conflict, but they definitely do not shy away from conflict. They are always willing to sort things out and want to actually confront it head on. They are most likely out of all the numbers to be confrontational. Many can even feel rejuvenated by a good sparring. They see conflict much differently than other numbers. They see it as a challenge of wits more than the emotional or personal side sometimes. It's not wise to avoid conflict with an eight because they value the ability for you to meet them where they are and they have no problem pushing boundaries. Eights are self-sufficient and want to take care of themselves, so it is often hard for them to ask for help. 
Twos have a similar disability, but the reasons are much different. Twos don't ask for help because they are too focused on helping others that they don't recognize their own needs. Whereas eights do not ask because they believe they can meet their own needs themselves. Eights also greatly emphasize honesty and straightforwardness. Many people who are not eights may think that an eight does not like them, but eights just have a different way of showing love. You should not mistake their strong and often forceful attitudes for dislike, and this is especially an issue with female eights. The usual way to get on an eights bad side is not through arguing, but actually through dishonesty. They typically do not care how forceful or corrective you are back to them, but they do mind if you do not tell the truth. Eights can be frustrated when things aren't happening and moving forward, so they will often become angry if they're ever held back. Eights also enjoy empowering others and seeking a role as a mentor for others. The takeaway here is that eights seek power over themselves and their situation to feel safe. Power and control for them are critical. First Line is available on Spotify and Anchor, Apple, Google, Breaker, CastBox, Stitcher, Amazon and Audible, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Castro, Player FM, Podbean, TuneIn, Reason, and iHeartRadio. So the vice for the Enneagram 8 is lust. And lust for the Enneagram 8 looks like passion and just excessive needs because of their kind of attitude that anything worth doing is worth overdoing. This can be about some physical gratification and some short-lived reward, kind of like the Enneagram 7, but for the 8, it's mostly about finding a more intense experience and getting more out of life. So more about the intensity instead of the emotional feedback of being happy and being satisfied. It's more about the intensity of experience and living life to the fullest. And eights also can be very much marked by reactivity. And the virtue for eights is innocence. So innocence looks like responding to a moment in a way of not having judgment or expectation and not to be so reactive like Enneagram 8s a lot of times are. And innocence can include just an openness and a vulnerability to be able to be impacted by the present moment. So being present, like a lot of the aggressive numbers have problems doing. And it's just this idea of non-reactivity for the Enneagram 8, where they will find the most growth. The unconscious childhood message for the Enneagram 8 is it's not okay to be vulnerable or to trust anyone. It is not okay to be vulnerable or trust anyone. So again, this is the message that young Enneagram 8s hear from society, from their parents, from their teachers. And they know this to be true, and that guides how their personality develops and the thoughts and actions that they have in adulthood. 
So they think that they should not be vulnerable, that they should put up a wall and not talk about their feelings and be on the defensive. And then that they can't really trust anyone. So they can only trust themselves, which is why they become so independent and why compared to any of the other numbers they do tend to have more of a switch happening with if you betray their loyalty you are done to them and they have a hard time forgiving because of that and this is because they hear from the world this message that no one is to be trusted that they can only trust themselves and that's why they never want to give up their power to anyone else because they think that that power is going to be abused. So that really is the reason why Enneagram 8s think a lot in terms of power dynamics, not just because they want to be in power, that they have to be the leader all the time and they have to boss other people around, but because If they do have those kinds of roles, then no one is in charge of them. If they're in charge, no one's in charge of them. So that's really just a byproduct of what they actually seek out. Then the lost childhood message for the Enneagram 8 is you will not be betrayed. You will not be betrayed. So this is the message that anyone else growing up is likely to hear from their parents and believe that, that they can trust people. But for the Enneagram 8, they missed out on this message and they didn't hear it. And so this is the message that adult Enneagram 8s need to hear. And it's what gives them the most peace of mind if it was true, that you will not be betrayed. And that that's true, right? So all of the unconscious childhood messages are not true and all the lost childhood messages are true so you won't be betrayed because people care about you and people aren't looking out to get you especially your loved ones they're not looking for some way to betray you or take advantage of you and you can let your guard down and you can be a little bit vulnerable because you won't be betrayed And that's really hard for Enneagram 8s to hear and believe, but that's what they need to hear in order to move past their unconscious childhood message and to achieve their virtue of innocence. And that's really important for them. The animal that is compared to the Enneagram 8 is the rhinoceros, the rattlesnake, the tiger, and the bull. And all of these animals are associated with Enneagram 8s because of their aggression, but also their power and their vitality. So the move for 8s is moving to 5 in stress and 2 in security. So 8s are stressed usually when they overextend themselves, which they oftentimes can do. But it might be hard to think that an 8 could be overworked, but they are human and they will clock out at some point. Five may seem like a big turn, and it is, but it makes a lot of sense because that is what they need when they are stressed. Five space affords them a chance to withdraw from a situation, 
become quiet and really think things through. With eight being a thinking number instead of the eights being a gut number. In a time of stress, eights will find their energy is just tapped out by the end of the day. The withdrawing element is huge, allowing them to regain the sense of safety through knowledge, often reading a book or researching for solutions. There comes a time in which talking with others and arguing no longer works for the eight, so this space of five is a huge blessing. Some eights do this well and physically step back to take a break, while you may see others fighting against that urge, moving them deeper and deeper into unhealthy eight habits. But eights are exceptionally good at pushing feelings to the side, often until they build up so much that they break down into their stress number and have to then think through all their feelings, usually in solitude, preferably. It is important for eights to reach out to other numbers that are more adept at guiding them through their feelings. Even if it is thinking through them so that the eight doesn't have to wait until they break down in order to think through them. Eights feel secure when they are allowed to be themselves without restraints. They are secure when they feel loved and respected. And this moves them into the space of two, allowing them to reach enormous potentials of helpfulness. They still have the eight attitude of doing and doing things well, but they do shift their focus to helping others a little bit more than just themselves. And they're able to do this once they do help themselves, then that work is already done and now they can help others. So they are hugely influential in workplaces when you have an eight blossom into their growth space like this. They also become more relaxed and have a warmth and empathy that nurtures everyone around them. So looking for growth for the Enneagram 8. Eights often say that they work hard and play hard. So a big thing is eights working on moderation. Realizing that you also can't expect others to also work hard and play hard quite the same way you do. So setting expectations and realizing also that the Enneagram exists and there's other people that view the world different than you. Sometimes eights like to impose their personality traits on other people. So just realizing that not everyone is on the same page is really important. Also, I would say be aware of when you are taking a combative role, even if that's not your intention. Others may perceive you as intimidating and could even be fearful of the energy that you put forward. Eights have really big hearts as part of their protective side, but they need to work on being vulnerable more often to make themselves more relatable. Eights have a tough time actually getting how much they care for people across because they have just a different way of showing it. Eights make a lot of decisions with their guts and instinctual intelligence. So adding any kind of structure to decision-making will force them into more thinking and feeling, which when you're making the best decisions, you're having all three kind of come together no matter what your number is. You want thinking, feeling, and your gut to go into it. So eights are very gut oriented. So anything that kind of forces you to slow down a little bit and 
think a little bit more about it maybe think about how it makes you feel as well is really helpful the extra few minutes will not hurt you unless you're anything like an ER doctor but otherwise you always have a few minutes to slow down a little bit especially to get other people on the same page which the other aggressive numbers have issues with as well I would say pause and listen to others sometimes a lot of times eights think that they know what's best for themselves and for other people so they can make fast decisions without realizing that others do have a lot to offer and just knowing the enneagram helps with this too to realize that other people have strengths that are dissimilar from your own and everyone has something to offer and eights often taking leadership roles whether consciously or unconsciously you are instrumental in forming a kind of tone for work groups or friend groups or families so having a kind of collaborative atmosphere is really gonna come from you you have to kind of set the expectation that you are going to listen to others otherwise you can come across as bossy and demanding and also these traits are very much admired in men but sometimes are perceived negatively when it is coming from women so just being aware of those gender biases can be helpful as well there and lastly, I would say focus on physical health. This is important for all of the gut triad numbers, especially that a lot of your your energy and your emotional and spiritual health comes from your physical health more than the other numbers, even though I would say it matters to everyone. But Enneagram 8s, they hold a lot of stress in their bodies. So it's really important to have an established exercise routine and to have really good nutrition because that will directly influence whether you are in stress or security. And that's all for the Enneagram 8. Thank you so much for listening. We have one more Enneagram number to go and that's all of the series. Again, I encourage you to go back to listen to the whole series if this is the first of the Enneagram episodes that you're listening to. And this will not be the end of First Line discussing the Enneagram. I will be preparing another series in a little bit, but I do have a lot to talk about about uh, medical school and fourth year and much more, so stay tuned for that. You can send me a voice message using the Anchor app if you want to send me a comment, ask a question, or share any topic ideas that you want for an upcoming episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it if you take some time, just a minute of your time, to write a review. Hopefully it's five stars, but I really like honest reviews. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm on Instagram at firstlinepodcast. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash firstlinepodcast. You can reach out for any questions, 
comments, suggestions, feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again.